back here again on Long Story Short with Dante Furco. Today, we're going to be talking everything from NBA All-Stars, Kevin Durant now playing the All-Star game, and we can touch on some MLB as well as trade rumors that are continuing to go around the NFL. Is Russell Wilson actually up for trade? Is Deshaun Watson really going to stay put in Houston? I'm going to, I'm going to let I put my input into those once we get there. So make sure you tune, tune in, stick around, and I'll unravel everything for you. We're starting off in the NBA announced today, which is February 26th. Kevin Durant will not be playing in the All-Star game this season. He is the East captain, too. He got the number one votes in the East. I believe he was second overall total to LeBron, but he's averaging 29 points per game this season, five assists, and seven rebounds. But he's not going to be playing. He's been dealing with a hamstring issue for a few weeks now. Um, I think he's missed like six or seven straight games, and he's missed a lot of games this season. I think out of like the 35, he's probably missed 15, 16 games. Did some have to do with COVID? Yeah. Injuries? Yeah. But is that really deserving to be an all-star captain? In my opinion, no. Was He was named captain, I think, like one game injured in uh, in terms of like this seven game injured streak, but I don't think he deserves to be the all-star all starter. I mean, sorry, he deserves to be a starter captain. I, that, it's, I mean, that's the fan voting, obviously. Um, but there are guys in the East playing a lot better than him. Uh, Giannis, uh, who else? Joel Embiid, 100% playing better than Kevin Durant. Team's first in the East. Joel Embiid actually plays defense. Giannis plays defense Kevin Durant does not like to play defense no wonder they are the worst defensive team in the NBA um they just score a lot but he was replaced by Sabonis Demontis Sabonis I deserved I thought he deserved to be in the first place he has been balling all season averaging 21 6 and about 12 but that's very solid and you gotta also remember I think they're third no not third they would be fourth I believe in the east and unlike a lot of the other players in the East in terms of who was selected, not many have a winning record. Uh, you, you can only look at Ben Simmons, James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, and Giannis. Now oh, Joel Embiid. And that's, I mean, we, how do we, do we usually see this? And you look at Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, and they're both on a team with a losing record. And that's, I think it's the first time ever that there's been multiple players on one team uh, that has been selected to an all-star game. My opinion, Jason Tatum didn't deserve to be in. What do I know, though? Um, I definitely thought DeMontis Sabonis should have been in in the first place. Um, but I, I think Tatum would end up getting in with Kevin Durant getting hurt. Um, looking at the other starter reserves in the East, you have Jalen Brown. I think he deserved to be in. I, I think he was making a big run at one point to be a starter until I think Bradley Beal started winning games, um, and that sort of put him over the edge. Uh, you have James Harden averaging 25, 11, and 7.5. Uh, he's been playing very well since getting traded to the Nets. Uh, defense horrendous, like usual. Um, Zach Levine, he's a baller. What can I say? He deserved to be 100%. I think he had a big case for being a starter. Personally, I would have put him in over Kyrie Irving. Zach Levine just does more than Kyrie. 
um, and plays defense. Kyrie plays defense, but I think Kevin Durant and James Harden are starting to rub off on him a little bit. Um, not impressed. Um, but I, I thought Zach Levine deserved to be in the starting lineup over Irving. I think it should have been Levine and Beal. Levine is a <laughs> – I don't want to say he would be an all NBA player this year. I think he'd be a second team uh, just because Curry's balling out. You got Curry and Luca, they're balling out this season. I think either of those two could be um, the all NBA team at the end of the year. Uh, but then you have Nikola Vucevic. I think he was a big question mark. How did he get in? Uh, I personally would put him in over Tatum um, just because he is a great defender, like a great defender in the East. And he's not getting any help in Orlando. Everybody is hurt for them. He's the only one playing. And they have a record of 13 and 20. That is pretty horrendous. But you still, like, he's a respectable player year in and year out. Um, he's doing a lot for a team that can't do anything. Uh, but then you look in the West, uh, Southern lineup, James Curry, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic, Nikola Jokic Kawhi Leonard, and that rounds out the starting lineup. Then for reserves, you have Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, Chris Paul, Zion Williamson, and Devin Booker. Devin Booker made it uh, because Anthony Davis will not be playing. He's been hurt. He'll be out for probably three more weeks. Uh, I think Devin Booker should have been in over Chris Paul any day. Thought he should have been in over Zion. Uh, definitely not Mitchell, Lillard, Gobert. I think Lillard could have been a starter in the West, but the, the, the argument that I make back at that with Luca being the starter is Luca's doing the same thing that Damian Lillard's doing, but better. Uh, he's averaging more assists, rebounds, and he's single-handedly putting a team on his back. No, record doesn't show it. They're 15 and 16, only, I believe, like three games behind Portland. So I don't think that's much of a difference. Game's a great defender, though. I think Luca's a pretty great defender as well. Um, been in the league, but two, three years, already a two, two-time uh, all-star, sorry. Um, but Dynamo, yep. And then the coach for the West is Quinn Snyder. And then the East, you have Doc Rivers, deservedly so. Both teams playing extremely impressive this season. And do I, in places, I don't think anybody expected them to be. I mean, but me, Sixers fan. Also, I want to go back to Ben Simmons in the All-Star. You know, people are like, what? Why? But we're also talking Ben Simmons is probably number one, number two right now with Rudy Gobert for uh, Defensive Player of the Year. And Simmons single-handedly puts him right in that. You could He could average two points per game. And I think his defense could get him the all-star game every single year. But he's actually been balling as of late. He's averaging 15.7. Wish that was up. I think he needs to get that up to 18. I really do. Um, he's averaging eight assists and eight rebounds per game. You add on to that, I believe, 2.1 steals per game. Uh, it's great. Um, his just defense is absurd. In last night's game against the Mavericks, he I believe he forced Luka to like seven turnovers, which is absurd. Or he was guarding Luca on seven of their turnovers. I, I don't really remember, but it was absurd. Held him to like nine points or something. Oh, he's just been balling out this season. And people just question why he's in, but his defense puts him way over the edge. I think he gets in over Nikola Vucevic, Sabonis, Tatum. I think you have an argument for Randall, 
but um, they were talking about this on TNT that apparently Doc Rivers was calling up coaches because coaches get the reserve picks. They have a big uh, decision in the reserves. And he was like, this is, this is my guy, Simmons. He deserves to be in. Let me tell you every reason why. And apparently all the coaches were like, it's a lock. We already know he's in. Uh, so I think he gets the respect among the league. He just doesn't get respect among the fans. And that's the issue because people want him to shoot, but he's not a shooter. Like you don't ask Rudy Gobert to pull up for three every, um, every time he's wide open, you just don't do it. And it's, it, what keeps getting annoying is that people expect him to do things he doesn't need to do. Do I think he would be a lethal and all NBA player if he got a jump shot? Yeah. Yeah. I think he could be an MVP candidate with a jump shot because he's putting up triple doubles every few nights and he's just a ball. And then you add on his defense, it's absurd. You have a five tool player, you would have a shooter, a rebounder, a passer. Uh, I'm trying to think what I'm forgetting. You'd have a defender and you'd and the four tool player. I think it's four tool player. Um, He's just, he would be, him and Embiid would just be unstoppable in the East for years to come. And they're both locked down for, I think, two, three more years, two or three more years. No, no, no. Simmons, I think, is four and then five. I, I don't, they're locked down for a while. So I think they're just going to be unstoppable in the East for a while to come. They just got to build around and get some guys that can actually shoot, as you can see, Sixers. Um, they got to get guys around him that can shoot because then it forces um, his hand a little bit. And also, I think getting a ball handler like Kyle Lowry at the deadline takes the ball out of his hand, may be able to get him to the perimeter, force him to shoot more, force him to shoot more jump shots. And I think that's what they need. But, hey. Uh, so apparently, uh, Obi Toppin for the New York Knicks rookie will be participating in the dunk contest. That came out today. It's not confirmed but it's pretty sure a lock. I would love to see Anthony Edwards, uh, John Morant, and Ben Simmons in the dunk contest. I don't care for Zion. I, I think it would make a great show, but I do think that Ben Simmons, John Morant, Anthony Edwards would be an insane dunk contest because they're all just dunkers. Ja had a huge dunk last night. Anthony Edwards has the dunk of the year for the Timberwolves, and I just think it would be something to watch, really. But looking at tonight's games, we have, I believe there's a lot of games tonight. Um, it has a load for me. Uh, Pacers Celtics in Boston. Uh, I expect Pacers to win that one. Pacers, Pacers have been playing, playing out right as of late. Uh, they definitely started off the season a lot better than where they are now. Uh, the Celtics are just horrendous. Their big men are horrible. Their defense just isn't good. Um, people had way too high hopes for them. I don't know why, because people know their defense. I mean, not their defense. Their big men issue is just concerning. Um, I don't think they could ever win a title with what they have now. I don't think this year they will be a top four seed in the East, which is kind of sad to say. It's sad to say. It's actually very great to say um, as a Sixers fan. But they're just – they don't have it. They, I mean, they could go after somebody like Demarcus Cousins. He's currently a free agent now. He could sign there. 
could go after somebody like Andre Drummond. I don't see it happening. I don't think they have what it takes. Um, I think he might go to the Raptors. Uh, moving on, you got the Rockets. Raptors, speaking of the devil, uh, I'll take Raptors. Raptors are pretty good. Lowry's back. Uh, I believe he's going to be playing tonight. Uh, so give me the Raptors. Uh, you got Kings Pistons. This one's kind of a toss-up. I do think the Kings are going to win. I think it's the battle of two uh, ridiculously horrible teams. But the, for some reason, the Pistons like to beat a lot of the good teams. I don't consider the Kings good. Uh, I'm just saying they get they get a lot of scrappy wins that just come out of nowhere. Uh, but I'll take Kings. You got Heat Jazz. Uh, taking Heat. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm taking Heat. Uh, Jazz got to lose at some point, really. They haven't been losing much. I think they lost a game the other day, finally. Um, but they smacked the Lakers. That was a blowout. And then you have Suns, Bulls, give me Suns. Uh, I don't know if the Bulls just have what it takes in the paint to get it done against Aiton, Kaminsky, and all those guys. Uh, and then you also add on Booker on the edge. I would love to see this Booker-Levine matchup. I think that'll be some serious scoring right there. I think two great players in the league, two all-stars this year, too, which will be exciting. Uh, then you got Clippers-Grizzlies. Uh, Grizzlies beat the Clippers. I think it was last night. Uh, so, we're playing back-to-back games. Give me Clippers. I can't, just can't see the Grizzlies winning again. I would love to see it. Uh, big John Moran guy. Um, so, I'd love to see the Grizzlies take him down two times in a row. Also, moving down in the standings because – I like my Sixers to just keep climbing up to the front. Uh, we also have Hawks Thunder. Give me Hawks. Uh, Shea Gilders Alexander been playing pretty well for Thunder, but I don't think they have to take some matchup with the Hawks. Hawks have been very underwhelming this season. I thought they were going to be a lot better. I don't even think they're in the playoff picture right now in terms of one through eight, which is kind of sad. Um, you have such a stacked team, like Bogdan Bogdanovich. You have Danilo Gallinari, Trey Young, Clint Capella, John Collins. You have Kevin Herter. You have Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Rashad Rondo. It's probably one of the most stacked teams in the NBA that just doesn't produce like, at all. They're 14 to 18, 6 and 9 away. It's on the road. They just don't get it done when it's needed to get done. Uh, so then you got Hornets Warriors. I'll take Warriors. Keep number out Steph Curry and what he's got to do. And then we got to round off the night. You got Lakers and Blazers. It, it, it's tough because the Lakers have just been playing so bad as of late. So I think it's tough to say who you think. Give me Lakers. I think it's going to be close, but I do think getting Dennis Schroeder back is going to be big for the Lakers. Um, it takes the ball out of LeBron's hands a little bit and spreads the floor out, I guess. Uh, but they've just been looking not good as of late. And it's – what if they fall out of the top three seeds? I think that's going to be tough because then you, you're going to have to play uh, a team like the Jazz in their home court come down uh, the stretch of things in the playoffs, say in – the Western Conference Finals, and then you look at other teams like Clippers. I mean, technically, you'd be in the same arena, um, which would be great for travel. Um, but still, the issue comes down to you're not the home team. Uh, I'm sure season ticket holders obviously get it. 
first, if you're a Clippers fan, uh, in terms of when the home game is, uh, I don't know who would really round off the top four. I think the Suns could maybe get in there, which is kind of surprising. I didn't, you know, a lot of people had high hopes for the Suns going into the season. I was not one of them, but they've shown it. They're 20 and 11 this season. I'm pretty sure they're eight and two over their last 10 games. They've just been playing magnificent basketball. And it shows how much of an influence Chris Paul is for the Suns. I wanted the Sixers to get to him so bad. What's tough is you give up so much for one year because I did not see him re-signing in Philly. I don't see him re-signing in Phoenix. I think he might end his career with LeBron, go take a pay cut, and go win a championship in L.A. I do think that'll happen. Um, I don't really know where else he'd go. Unless he went out east, but he's been in the west, what, his whole career? Yeah, because he went from New Orleans to L.A. to Houston to the Thunder to the Suns. It's actually crazy how many teams he's been on. Um, and it's funny because you people always lose respect for players who bounce around, but nobody loses respect for a guy like Chris Paul because he just gives a year in and year out for – uh, organizations and they win they win other than well no they're probably the best team in the west they should have beaten the Warriors and went to the finals with James Harden and Chris Paul but I think it was Chris Paul that got hurt in like game four four or five in the Western Conference finals like we could have been talking a whole different story right now if they would have beat the Warriors in the Western Conference finals uh, but just looking at the standings, you got Sixers in first in the East, half a game ahead of the Nets. That's going to be close. I think that's going to be a nail-biter all season. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Durant. When he comes back, will he be healthy? Will he play every game? There's going to be a lot of question marks around that. Are they going to make trades to the deadline and pretty much clear out what they don't have left of a bench? Can they improve on the defensive side? I don't think so. Nets are beating teams that just aren't that great, in my opinion. They did beat the Lakers a couple weeks ago, without or last week, but without AD, obviously. Then right below the Nets, you have Milwaukee Pacers, Toronto, Knicks, Chicago, Charlotte. Charlotte's just sitting there, and they're, beat, they're winning games, and they're at this pace, they're on pace to have a better record than last year. Uh, I don't see that changing. They're balling out. Lamelo's very good for them. Uh, Gordon Hayward's been kind of back to his old Utah self. Uh, not as great, but still a solid player. And then you have guys like Terry Rozier. Mike, or you got Bridges. And then you also have uh, Graham on the bench. I think he's been hurt lately. Hasn't really played much. But also Malik Monk has been balling for Charlotte. Um, so he's really stepped it up for them. But with the Knicks, the Knicks are at the six right now. I don't think anybody saw the Knicks in the playoff picture before this season started. But also looking down, you have Boston and Miami at 9-10. Obviously, I think those two are going to creep in. I just can't see the Bulls and the Hornets sustaining that seven and eight. Could it happen? Yeah. I'd be very curious to see what the Bulls do at the deadline. Do they move Levine? Do they move marketing in Thaddeus Young? I think Thaddeus Young is 100% getting traded. I have no question in my mind. Just because he's that veteran leadership, I don't – obviously, you don't 
if you're the Bulls, he's not your ultimate plan for the future. So you're going to trade him, maybe get a second-round pick and a young, not-so-great player, um, but something you can build on for the future. Um, but I do think Thaddeus will get traded. Uh, so I think that'll be a situation to watch uh, just because Levine. Levine is in not in trade talks, but he's constantly brought up in trade rumors. Like, who could possibly get Levine? What would it take to get Levine? Will he get traded? Uh, so that'll be a huge story, I think, come trade deadline. And it could come down to the wire if somebody decides to go after Zach Levine. I think teams in play for that are the Sixers. You got – I doubt the Clippers would get in, but I think it would be interesting. Uh, do you think the Warriors could get in if they move Kelly Oubre and that Minnesota first-round pick, which is going to be very sought after, especially since Minnesota has the worst record in the league? I think you, if you're a team, you take a risk. You may dump off a star player, but you're also if, – if, if you were in talks with the Warriors, you also get back possibly a number one overall pick, which is crazy. Um, but it could happen. It really could happen. And moving on into the MLB, a lot of the players, well, all the players, uh, reported to spring training this week. First, last week, we had pitchers and catchers. And then this week, we have um, player position players and everything. And Yankees also – as a Yankees fan, they signed Brett Gardner. I'm not too happy about this, in my opinion. I think he's a waste of a roster spot. He's a waste of a few million bucks. He's just – he takes time away from other guys. I think he's pretty much derailed Clint Frazier's early career. Um, Clint Frazier should be – well, he's going to be. It's already been said by Boone. He should be a starter week in and week out for the Yankees every day. Um but these past few years, he hasn't because apparently Brett Gardner is the future of the New York Yankees, which he's not. I don't even think he's the past of the New York Yankees. He's just – he gets too much love, in my opinion, for somebody that doesn't produce anymore. He was decent in the playoffs last year, but what did he do? In terms of putting us over the edge, we lost. The Yankees lost against the – Tampa Bay Rays. So I'm not a big fan of signing, but it happens. Um, I know pretty much every other Yankees fan, honestly, is happy to see Brett Gardner back. I just think there's better things to do with that cap space and that roster spot. We can bring in another pitcher. We could make a trade. But no, Brian Cashman sticks to his roots rather than trying to build it, it was up until what Corey Kluber signing where Cashman actually finally did something like how much did he really do this offseason he got Kluber he got uh Jameson Tyler or Taylor however you pronounce it and that's pretty much it unless I'm missing something which I don't think I am he didn't really do much and it's constantly disappointing because at the deadline every year we know the Yankees need help but every year, nothing is done to help. And that's Cashman's fault. I think it's Cashman's fault. I'm not that big of a fan of Boone anymore. I don't think he's that great of a coach. I think the team's just that good. 
where they put him over the edge. And um, I don't know. I, I, I would like to say that if this season doesn't turn out in a World Series opinion or appearance, fire boom. Because he is just I, I think he's extremely carried by the team. He reminds me of Tyron Lou. Because Tyron Lou won a championship because he had LeBron. Not because he was a great coach. Not because he was a mastermind like some of these other coaches we see. He's just got the talent rather than the coordination. And I think that's a thing with Boone. And it really, there's just so many questionable calls he makes as a manager that a lot of people question. Uh, so if, if this doesn't turn out in a ALCS appearance or a World Series appearance, I won't boom out. I'm sure everybody's like, what? Are you crazy? Um, but I think it would be time to move on. Because what are we doing here? We're, 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 I feel like we're regressing. Was it two years ago we went to the ALCS? Yeah, ALCS against the Astros, right? And then it's just we're regressing. And I don't see anybody making moves. I mean, yeah, DJ LeMahieu, great resigning. It took long enough. It took the threat of other teams coming in just to get DJ LeMahieu during the Yankees to cash up and give probably, arguably, their best hitter some dang money. Like, I, if you took DJ LeMahieu out of this lineup, I think it'd be a whole different lineup. I think we're talking fourth. Back. No, not fourth. That's a little steep third best team in the AL. But you put them in that lineup and they are first, no doubtably first in the AL. I, I think Boone's going to be on a hot seat this season, in my opinion. I don't think there's much going on really else in the MLB. No big trades this week. Tim Tebow did retire, though. Um, it's about time. He's horrible at baseball. Um, he can't hit a ball to save his life. Uh, he batted, I think, like 112 this season, this past season with the Syracuse Mets. Embarrassing. He's a waste of a roster spot. He's just a gimmick. Um, but it's – we're really going to miss him. Really going to miss him uh, in the baseball world. I don't think he ever really would have gotten a shot at the MLB. Um, I, don't think, I, I guess he was close at one point two years ago before he got hurt. I always see with, my, with Tim Tebow, I always thought – he had something in his contract that was a secret that he was able to get out of every season uh, with about a month left and fake an injury just to go um, report for the SEC Network and ESPN. I always thought that if the timing just never added up, that it was always a week before college football started. It was a little suspicious, in my opinion. In my opinion. Um, and then just going to the NFL, will, will Russell Wilson get traded? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, if you're the Seahawks, why would you trade him? But I also do think you need to give him that respect he deserves. Um, he deserves so much more. He's a magnificent player in this league. 
but he hasn't been to a Super Bowl since the one against the Patriots. I don't even think he's been to a uh, NFC Championship since that Patriots year, and that was, I believe, six six years ago, seven years ago, about seven, six seven years ago. Um, it was just a long time ago. Um, but every year he has a great team, but not enough to get it done. His offensive line is horrible. I think that's one of the big issues why Russell Wilson uh, wants more say in the organization is because the offensive line is horrible. He needs maybe some tight end help. Really bad. Um, well, this is pretty good, but he did not do anything this season. But will Russell Wilson get traded? I don't think so. I would love to see him get traded just because I, I like to see guys kind of rotate around the league. Give teams new shots, new opportunities. Apparently, the Raiders are one of his top teams. The Bears, I don't know why the Bears. I really don't. Uh, then you have the Cowboys and the Saints. Obviously, you'd like to go to the Saints. Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, uh, Emmanuel Sanders, and then a pretty pretty good defense. you got a good offensive line as well. Obviously, you take over Breeze. Cowboys, great offense as well. Horrible defense. Bears. Not so good offense, good defense. And they have the Raiders. I think it's more of a media spot uh, for him and his wife, Sierra. But I think it could be a decent, decent spot. You have young Josh Jacobs, Henry Ruggs, Darren Waller. Could you imagine Russell Wilson with Darren Waller? It would be a light show. I think it put them... Second and third in the AFC. I think so. Uh, but moving on to uh, Sean Watson, another quarterback in question. Will he get traded? Will he go to the Dolphins, the Jets, the Raiders, the Broncos, 49ers? Will he go to the Bears, Washington football team, Carolina? I don't know. See, Here's the thing, and I make this argument. I would like to see Sean Watson traded. I think Carolina would be a good spot for him, matching up with Christian McCaffrey, DJ Moore, uh, Robbie Anderson. Decent, young defense. But here's the thing, is you, you make trades in this league to find your future, and you, you pick and draft because you want to find your future franchise quarterback. But then why would you trade your franchise quarterback away when you know you have him? You know you have him for a fact. Sean Watts is a franchise quarterback. He could change any team. He was drafted to Houston. He made a playoff run in Houston. And he's built his career so far in Houston. Why do you trade him? I don't know. But I do understand his point of view. He wants more say. He was lied to. And the team was not loyal to him. I think he has every right to demand a trade. But then when you look at it from the Houston side, they don't want to trade him because he is their everything. He's their franchise quarterback. Why would they trade their franchise trade their franchise quarterback to try to go find another franchise quarterback? And they're taking that risk. You don't know if that guy you find is going to be a franchise quarterback. So I think it's extremely tough. Um, do I think he's going to get traded? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I think he's going to go to Carolina. I think they're going to give up everything. And 
I do think that's a team that can contend in the NFC because you have Christian McCaffrey, who's probably the most athletic running back slash position player in the whole entire league. So I think if he goes to Carolina, he's not right there with Tampa Bay in terms of the NFC South, but I think he puts them in contention with them. You're also losing Drew Brees in that division, so that'd be huge for them. I don't see the Falcons making a play anytime soon. Uh, just because Matt Ryan's getting old, I think they're going to trade him. I do think they're going to draft Justin Fields with the fourth overall pick, unless they move up to the second overall pick, which people are thinking, and draft Young, or not Young, uh, Wilson out of BYU. Um, but my final prediction, I do think he's going to go to Carolina. I think it's going to take a long time. I think it's going to be like two weeks before the NFL season. Just because they're going to wait it out. They're going to say, no, no, but it's going to happen. Or it could be draft night. It could be draft night. They're going to be like, the Panthers offered us four first-round picks and defensive player. What do we do? Turn it down? And you get that eighth overall pick. I don't see it happening. They could get Teddy Bridgewater in that deal. I mean, obviously, that's not nothing. But he could build – he could be your quarterback for a year, maybe pick somebody up in free agency next year. I don't think anybody's going to want to play for the Texans anymore. But I do think it's – uh, possible. I think it's possible. Um, the NFL drafts, I think it's about two months away. Mock drafts are coming out. Uh, I think Trevor Lawrence is a lock, pretty much a lock, almost guaranteed for that first overall pick Jacksonville. Can he make an instant impact? I don't think so. I think he's going to have sort of like a Joe Burrow season. Uh, he's just going to be sitting there. He'll probably, he'll probably win Rookie of the Year unless somebody like Justin Fields comes in and dominates, and especially if Justin Fields gets uh, drafted to the Falcons. And he starts first year. You have Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. Doubt, I doubt you have Todd Gurley, but you also have Hayden Hurst. So he's going to be in a position to succeed. Um, but they're definitely in a great position to uh, win rookie of the year both those two justin fields and trevor lawrence who we saw battle it out in the college football playoffs fields got the better of them who will get the better of the other in the rookie of the year i don't know i'll pretty much wraps up here on long story short with dante furco we talked nba all-stars nfl as well as a little bit of mlb which is not much happening in mlb right now no big signings no big trades uh, so hopefully soon things are going to start happening. I believe spring training games start next week. I think Monday or Tuesday. Uh, so that'll be exciting. Just get baseball back, really. Um, I do love basketball, but obviously I like more sports. So that's why I like the start of the NBA season because we're in football season and we're in NBA season. So soon we're going to have NBA season and baseball season, which is going to be huge. And if you're a hockey fan, obviously you have hockey as well. Uh, so thank you for tuning in. Make sure to check me out on Instagram if you don't already. Also on Twitter, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast streaming platforms. So thank you for tuning in. Here on Long Story Short, I'm Dante Forco, and we will see you next time.